0: So podcasting remotely can be challenging, and getting started can be daunting, but it doesn't have to be. Zencaster's all-in-one, web-based solution makes the process quick and painless, the way it should be. And we've been using Zencaster basically from the beginning of this podcast. And if you know us, you know we're obsessed with quality, and Zencaster provides crystal-clear sound and gorgeous HD video. Not to mention it's easy to use, which is a huge bonus for our guests. There's nothing to download, nothing complicated. They just click on the link, and we all start recording. Zencaster is all about making your podcasting experience easy, and with everything from local recording to automatic post-production tools, you don't have to leave your browser to get the episode done. And we want you to have the same easy experience that we do for all of your podcasting and content needs. So if you go to zen.ai slash Rocks and enter the promo code gleeontherocks, You'll get 30% off of your first three months using Zencaster. That's zen.ai slash glee on the rocks. And it's time for you to share your story. <laughs> Hello, welcome to the third episode of Supernatural on the Rocks. I am Emily. And I'm Mandy. And we are back with the third episode, which means season three of Supernatural.
1: We finally made it.
0: Yes, we're back. I mean, watching a whole season of television takes some time, less time than it should, honestly. Yeah. (laughs) It should take a couple months, but it it doesn't. Um, But it does take us some time to... um, get our shit together. So we have arrived at Season 3 of Supernatural. Um, This is a quick summary of the entire season pulled from the Supernatural fandom wiki. Um, The battle that brought him down, uh, well, really, the yellow-eyed demon is vanquished, but at a terrible price. The battle that brought him down released hundreds of demons from hell into an unsuspecting world. And it cost Sam his life. But a grief-stricken Dean made a deal with the Crossroad Demon, his soul for Sam's resurrection. Now Dean just has one year to live. One year to fight the unholy, the twisted, the ghoulish. One year to say farewell to Sam. And one year for Sam to search desperately for some way to save his brother. Mind-bending adventure awaits as the Winchester brothers continue their astonishing odyssey into the supernatural. And their personal odyssey into destiny. That's a pretty sweet summary of the season. I yeah, think. it
1: is. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like concise, but covers mm-hmm. all places.
0: It does. Well written. Exciting. So kudos to whoever wrote that. Would credit, but I don't know who you are, but
1: yeah. We would props. credit, but the wiki did. not
0: so. <laughs> We would credit, but they didn't. So thumbs up. Congratulations. So, yes, here we are. The demons have been loosed upon the world. I don't know that the world is unsuspecting at this point. I Surely the world suspects. <laughs> I, think, That's... I think maybe yeah. there is some suspicion out there. Sam, Sam died. It was tragic. But, I mean, it's supernatural, so is it that yeah. tragic when you can come back already?
1: I mean, and at this point, I feel like... There, there might be some characters that you could do a fake out death with, but, like, nobody thinks that mm-hmm. Sam or Dean is really off the show dead. Nope. Like, no. that, is, that is the problem with having a cast that's not really ensemble. It's just two characters. Right. Yeah, the stakes are never going to feel that high.
0: Yes, the... Between them. Between them, the the focus of this whole season is that Dean has made a deal with this crossroad demon and he has a year to live before he is going to be dragged to hell. But does anyone... We see what happens at the end of the season, but how concerned is anyone really for Dean's life? They get stabbed, they get shot, they get beat up, but is anyone terribly concerned for their permanent death even now at season yeah. three? And I think that is maybe, a f- I don't know if it's a failure because I think maybe at this point we're not supposed to be worried about their lives, but their souls? Is that yeah. not what we're supposed to be worried about?
1: I mean that, and that does sort of make sense. But it's also like I don't know. I do, I do feel like one of the shortcomings of this season was that you weren't really worried about Dean dying.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You weren't really worried, or at least I wasn't really. And I, I forgot pretty much how most of this went. There were a couple of standalone episodes that I could remember watching, mm-hmm. but for the most part, like i'd forgotten how things went down
0: Mm -hmm, right
1: but what
0: do we want to tackle right away like spoiler alert obviously if you are listening to this podcast you have seen supernatural right hopefully hopefully dean does go to hell he does not escape the crossroad demon
1: And I actually, like, I I do have more thoughts on that that I want to wait until we've, like, worked our way there to share. Great. Um, Because it ties into the shortened season and the original plans. Mm -hmm. Because the season is only 16 episodes, and it was shorter because of the writer's strike. So there were some elements of the season three storyline that got cut. Mm -hmm. And one of them is that Dean wasn't supposed to go to hell. Mm -hmm. Like... That's not how the season was going to end.
0: That writer strike. Yeah. Who, surely there is a podcast out there that has dived into every thing that was changed and ruined and improved upon because of the writer strike.
1: I mean, that would be really interesting. I'm, I'm actually going to make the argument that this was improved upon.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, well, um, simply because of next season.
1: Yeah. Do we want to just jump into episode one?
0: Yeah, I think we can. Yeah, I think that's a good. I mean, we did this last episode, yeah. last season, was kind of run through the episodes, because it, you know, the show follows a plot, it follows an arc, for the for the most part. Yeah, for the um, most. You know, they are on a journey, um, yeah. and the show. Um, I think you know, with every TV show, sometimes episodes are filmed out of order. So, acting choices maybe are not always in sync with the release of the episodes, but in general, episodes are filmed in sequence. That is not always the case, but um, it is often.
1: And there are yes. there are a few side characters that are recurring this season, but I do think it's a little more interesting to talk about them in terms of how they're introduced, yes, in the episodes.
0: So we really, um, we kind of pick up um, with Sam and Dean dealing with the aftermath of an unknown number of demons being released from hell.
1: Yep. And the first episode is the Magnificent Seven. So we have the, the Seven Deadly Sins, basically.
0: I was a little under... So the Seven Deadly Sins are kind of this archetype of sin and evil in um christianity and other abrahamic religions and these like ass wipes are the seven deadly sins <laughs> yeah. I, well, was I was not impressed by these guys
1: no in fact like that is one of the notes i made on the episode was like wow lackluster opening to this really wide concept Yep, of like the world is full of demons now. Like, really? This is, this is how you start off?
0: Yeah. Because later we get the four horsemen of the apocalypse who are mm. pretty badass. And I would think that the seven deadly sins earn better characters than some bar brawls and...
1: And I, I feel like that is also, like, obviously, when they were making season three of Supernatural, they didn't know the show was going to last 15 seasons. Mm-hmm. But it, it does have that problem where, like, it sets up things in early seasons that are supposed to be, like, terrifying, not realizing uh-huh. in, like, five more seasons, they're going to be completely over- overshadowed.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like, right.
1: <laughs> because they have to keep raising the stakes. Yep. But- yep it doesn't really, like, it It hurts the rewatchability of things like mm-hmm. the season three opener.
0: This dude in a leather vest is <laughs> gluttony or whatever, like, okay. Yeah. I could kick that dude's ass, you know? It does. Yeah, yeah. It's a little... Um, so they've met up with these fellow hunters who end up in a demon bar, and he's... One of them is forced to drink, like, Drano. And that's yeah. how a deadly sin of millennia years old demon is gonna murder someone like okay Reno yeah yeah and they have, you know they're both black characters who die right off in the season uh, premiere yeah. so that's nice
1: supernatural really like it really starts out i mean not that it hasn't already done some impressive work but i feel like season three is the one that cemented the reputation as like the show that kills women and non-white yes yeah.
0: this is not a good season for that
1: no, nah. and it should be because it has two female like, yeah, side side characters. You know But
0: Yes, anyway. Ruby. Ruby shows up in this first episode with her demon blade. Katie Cassidy later seen in Arrow, and oh, yeah. I'm sure I that
1: was the same person.
0: It is. Okay. It is a, she looks just yeah. looks different. Yeah, shows. I mean. Yes, she shows up as Ruby 1.0 as a, a big bad, I guess, a a, questiona- a questionable yeah. bad and is immediately called a bitch and a skank. Yep. Because by again, Dean. this is
1: this is mm-hmm. not a high point for Supernatural showing like No. It's best
0: mm-hmm.
1: writing or treatment of women not at all or anyone.
0: No, I think if you took shots for every time Dean calls one of the two lead women in this season a derogatory name, you would die by the third or fourth episode.
1: I mean, especially if you included in that list any time he's slightly homophobic. Yep. we can all have our Dean head cannons in terms of his sexuality, or you know, mm-hmm. just canon. But sure. at this point, I'm, I'm just like side eyeing the writers who definitely weren't planning that far ahead, no, and still got in some really, I don't know, weird homophobic jabs. Yeah, yeah.
0: and that served no purpose. It wasn't. No. Yeah. It's a very early 2000s kind of attempt at subversive humor because he's, what, a tough, yeah. no-holds-barred kind of a badass who makes fun of people? Like, all right. What a... Okay. Watching it, like watching it gave me the
1: same feeling as if I'm, like, channel surfing and land on a show and, like, in five minutes I'm like, well, I'm not the demographic for this.
0: Mm, yes.
1: And I, I mean, I loved Supernatural. Still do, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm working my way there
0: because <laughs> mm-hmm. we're about
1: to get into stuff in a couple of seasons that I haven't seen. But, uh, oh, uh-huh. but yeah, I don't know. Just Dean's writing, mm, not not a fan.
0: Yes, he's definitely, especially in this early half of the third season, is out there kind of li- Well, he's said he's pretending to live life to the fullest because he only has a yeah. year left and it's certainly this carefree blasé pretending like he's not scared shitless and about to die you know this mm-hmm. james dean devil may care certainly hiding fear but there's no need for the writers to cover that with homophobia and misogyny that's a choice yep you know that doesn't need to be a characterization that's a that's a writer's choice so that's the start to season 3 so it's a, it's a doozy. Yeah. Um, but, but it does, it, is- it does give us, um, it does give us Ruby 1.0, who, who is yes. an interesting character that I think probably got a bad rap by a lot of people for being a woman.
1: Yeah, I liked her. I didn't remember really liking Ruby that much, but I don't know. Right. It's, it, it, it sort of goes back to the fact that the season was shortened and a lot of things were underdeveloped for me.
0: Yes. But, um,
1: but yeah, I, I liked the actress.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um, so we roll, we roll out of this into the second episode. The kids are all right. Kids are all right. Yes. Um, where Dean has kind of forced Sam into visiting his old flame, Lisa, Lisa, who features heavily in fanfic. Yeah. Um, um, mm-hmm. Someone he had <laughs> I, an affair with however long yeah. ago.
1: I didn't... Okay, I love a Creepy Kid episode. Um, <laughs> so I was inclined to like this one. This was not as good as the other Creepy Kid episodes
0: before. Mm. Actually,
1: it's not as good as other Creepy Kid episodes in this season. Mm-hmm. But um, but that's pretty much the only element of this episode I liked. I don't know, the force. The forced sexualization of Dean Winchester. Ah, uh, hmm it, it just grates on me a little.
0: You didn't like Dean worried that he had a mini-me out there this whole time?
1: No. I mean, okay, I will say I liked it in the sense that we are starting to get the feeling of Dean recognizing that there might be more to his life than hunting. Mm-hmm. Even if it's right. not by choice when he thinks, like, he might accidentally have a kid. Mm-hmm. hmm
0: But given his lifestyle, yeah, yeah, they really pushed hard for that kid to be a mini Dean.
1: They really did. They didn't need to push that hard. No, no, it was kind of funny in a way. I don't think it was meant to be.
0: Yes, you're right. No, it, it, they didn't need to push that hard. That kid could have had, like, one or two Dean-isms that would have been, like, uh, it could have signaled to the audience, like, oh, shit, does yeah. Dean have a kid? Instead of, like, the hair, the jacket, the it's music. Literally
1: dressing him. like uh-huh. yeah.
0: Yep, yep. Flinging a knife around, like, oh, shit. Um, so, yes, they're, you know, the kids in town are being taken over by changelings, and that's our little lore for the episode, Or are changelings who are not they're fine they weren't the, the scariest in town yeah um but sam has now um made contact with ruby who is claiming to be she claims to be a hunter as well right yeah mm-hmm. but uh but she is not Ooh, what she? Is she, she is also a demon Yes. Surprise. Demons aren't all bad. They aren't all reckless, um, v- violent, heartless, I was going to say soulless, but that's questionable. Heartless yeah. uh, killing machines. She is a demon. Um, and she says that she is there to help and save Dean Winchester. Thoughts, feelings. It's interesting, I, right? It's an interesting turn to have yeah. their most hated enemy come offer some help,
1: and like, I, I'm, I'm, it makes me wonder how much foresight they had into the demon plot line because, like, they they do try to, I don't know, they're insinuating a lot of demons into the plot at this point, not just demons, but. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas before, most of the the people that they've known that, like, were recurring were, like, Bobby or, you know, Joe. Right. Like, other hunters or people mm-hmm. on their side. I can't remember. Oh, my God. I can't remember the woman's name. The black Ellen?
0: woman. Oh. No. Um, Missouri.
1: Yeah, yeah. Missouri. Um, yeah, people like that. But this season we have, you know, the first appearance of the trickster and then, like, Bella, who has her own thing going on
0: in Mm -hmm. Ruby. But people who are morally questionable. Yeah. Just like the Winchesters. Yes. Who think they have the moral high ground the entire time, but who are actually out there killing things left and right.
1: Are we? Yeah. I was going to say, like, I, I guess they are pretty much shown as just the heroes at this point.
0: Yes. But they really are
1: out there killing things left and right.
0: They are, and I think it's, they kind of do this in this season where they, they being the writers, kind of, and purposely or not, who knows, can't ask them, but kind of juxtapose the Winchester's beliefs and morality and actions against those of the creatures that they kill. So, you know, they've they've got Ruby here, who is a demon, but she is offering help because there are things out there worse than her. Um, and they kind of immediately just want to gank her. Yeah, um, I loved the the. I don't know about your subtitles, but the subtitles for gank was bizarre <laughs> on my end. I was like G A N C H, gank. That's funny. I don't think I was looking at the screen when it. Like, that doesn't seem right. <laughs> gank. Um, gank, gank. German, but yeah, I think, and they do this with some other of the creatures kind of throughout the season of. Not kind of, more obliquely asking who is the bad guy, obviously, to the creatures. Dean and Sam are the bad guys.
1: Mm -hmm. I mean, we've definitely, like, even though she's human, we've got a parallel with Bella Mm
0: -hmm.
1: uh, and Dean.
0: Yeah. Which of them is worse? Mm
1: -hmm. Is there
0: a worse? Dean obviously hates her, but... So much. So much that it's like... Jesus, he hates, man. He hates Ruby a lot, too, but I think he hates Bella more. Oh, he threatened to... Yeah. I think he... I mean, I think the only reason he didn't actively kill her is that it's it was a show on the CW. <laughs> yeah. Like, and I think they just can't murder other humans on the CW show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that may have been the only reason.
1: That's the only um, thing that makes sense, because you cannot tell me a man with that little impulse control yeah. wouldn't have just, like, straight up murdered her.
0: Yeah. So so Bella Talbot, we meet in this next episode, Bad Day at Black Rock. Um, Sam and Dean have gotten a call alerting them that someone has broken into John's secret storage room. You know, something we've never seen before. Yeah. Might have been useful at some point. There is a cursed rabbit's foot, which I think is kind of cute, like, of all of the weird shit they've got. Mm-hmm. Something so cliched is a rabbit's foot. But it's one of those kind of genie-wish things where if you if you touch the rabbit foot you get a lot of good luck but when you lose the rabbit foot you die you know
1: okay was there an x-files episode that was very similar to this yes okay because as i was watching i was like this seems so familiar like am i remembering watching this or am i remembering watching the x-files because i've rewatched that series more
0: there were yeah it was a later a later one where a guy could make like those Rube Goldberg things, oh, yeah, and yeah. he he won like a ton of money playing poker against a mobster. and he was winning money for like his sick his neighbor's sick yeah. kid, oh, yeah I that now, yeah, yeah. and he, he could like he like fell through something and he escaped. Without okay. yeah.
1: Yeah, you can really at, at a couple of points in this season you can really see that X Files still had a strong influence on yes.
0: There's on, always an <laughs> X Files episode that matches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah, so you know, Sam has already touched the rabbit's foot because of course, otherwise there wouldn't be an episode. Yeah. Um, Dean buys lottery tickets, which is the first thing they should do because they've been stealing money.
1: Yeah, really. (laughs) I I do appreciate the continuity of, like, occasionally being reminded that, like, while they are trying to save humans from demons, they're also, like...
0: Dead broke. Committing
1: felonies left and right. Uh
0: Yeah. (laughs) Credit card fraud. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. Which is something that gets lost later with the bunker where they just magically have... Isn't it Charlie who just magics them some credit cards? It's like, okay, but it was kind of fun when they had to hustle poker. But yeah, so this other thief shows up, Bella, played by, what's her name? Lauren. Yes. Cohen? Yes. Also from The Walking Dead.
1: Yes. Which is funny, because in one of these episodes, Dean actually says The Walking Dead. Oh. <laughs> when they're talking about zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, the, he said the thing. They he said the thing. from the thing.
0: Yes. So Bella comes, mm-hmm. steals it. That's what she does. Causing Sam's luck to uh, just get the fuck out of there. So now they have to get the rabbit's foot back, et cetera, so forth. Shenanigans.
1: Yes. I do want to say this episode marks a very important first.
0: Biggersons. Uh,
1: No, it is the first time Bobby uses the phrase idgit.
0: Oh. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. We'll have to do one of our little posts with just idgit. I did notice that they go to a Biggersons, the diner. Oh, okay. They just always eat at a Biggersons.
1: (laughs) That's funny.
0: Yeah. They, at some point... Gordon is in prison. Gordon, what's-his-face from the previous season, is shown talking about the opening of the Devil's Gate. He's still around. He thinks Sam isn't even human, which, questionable. Yeah. Is is he totally wrong? I don't know. There's kind of some some stuff about John's storage container. Maybe there's some stuff in there they could have found useful along the way. Kind of at the end of the episode, Bella shoots Sam in the shoulder as if it's not a big deal. Yeah. And I fucking hate this in T V and movies. Do you know how many vital arteries yeah. and blood vessels are in your shoulder? Even, how many tendons and yeah, bones? I was say, like, like uh, you would need uh, physical
1: therapy at the very least as yes. you deal from
0: that? Yes. You can bleed out from a shoulder gunshot wound. Like and she just shoots in there, like, Yes, I shot him in the shoulder. That's like like duh. Like, no, that's bad. Yes. That's bad.
1: Unrealistic TV violence.
0: (laughs) The stabbing with stakes, totally fine. Mm -hmm. Shooting someone in the shoulder, terrible. Yeah. So, you know, by three episodes in, we have met two women that Dean irrationally hates. Yeah. I mean, they're not their antagonists, that's fine. But, like, the vitriol he aims at them is intense.
1: It is... (sighs) And and I know, like, part of it is that they're being given more to do, but I definitely, like, as I watch these episodes, compared Dean's attitude to the women to his attitude to equally or more overtly evil men. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, God, he just, he hates the women so much. So much. He will get off a couple of one-liners as he kills other kinds of demons. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, so many uses of the word bitch in yeah. this season.
0: hmm It's just insane. And it, you know, the next episode, they are investigating a bunch of deaths in this little town that has just been taken over by gamblers and drunks and whatnot. And there's a... Demons have infiltrated to make them, I don't know, have a party town. And... Dean automatically hits on the bartender because that's what he does, right? So, like, a woman who is antagonistic towards him, a bitch and a slut and a skank. The hot bartender, a target. Yeah. With no distinction. (laughs) Just, like, boom, hot woman in a low-cut shirt. Done.
1: I have so much, like, emotional compartmentalization over this because I'm going to say fan fiction helps balance it out Mm -hmm. like the idea of dean as a character who went from point a which is just emulating all of the horrible male influences in his life to like point b at the end of the season i mean at the end of this the series but like those fucking writers were not thinking that far. they were not thinking oh he's gonna meet someone who changes his life and go from this womanizing character to no hookups for like the last three seasons and essentially in married a to an angel exactly they weren't thinking that Mm-mm. so while i can understand the characterization of dean like no it's just i would have fucking fired those writers yeah and I- they were struggling by the end of the season anyway but still
0: and the whole time, people were like looking at these scripts, going, "Yes, that's the appropriate amount of times to call a woman a bitch in this TV show,
1: or a stank, or a whore, yeah. or all mm-hmm. the things." I, I actually did start a list of the words, but it was depressing me too much, so I just deleted <laughs> it and was like, "I'm." <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, one of my notes is just all caps that says, "Dean has to stop calling women bitches."
1: Yeah. And I mean, it, it is mostly Dean, but mm-hmm. seriously, even Sam does it more times than I'm comfortable with.
0: Mm-hmm. He does. But yeah, I just, it's fucking aggravating because it's like, and I, I, I don't have the statistics on the demographics directly in front of me, but obviously the, um, the number of women watching this show far out, far exceeds yeah. the number of men. Or people who identify as men, people who identify as women. Like, we're the ones watching it. You don't need to call us bitches by proxy. We Thank you. We're good. We're paying your bills at the conventions. You can stop now.
1: Yeah, really. (laughs) We are keeping some of those minor actors
0: going. Yeah. We're keeping you paid. If you could just knock it the fuck off. I did like the conversation that Dean has with the woman who turns out to be a fucking demon, mm-hmm. which who could see that coming about what is a demon versus a human and Lucifer. Yeah. And, and it's kind of the first reference as Lucifer as real. And again, it's it's always funny to me when Dean is like, what do you mean Lucifer is real? Like, how...
1: At this
0: point, you why would you question anything? Why? Why would you question any? <laughs> you have seen vampires and werewolves and ghouls and poltergeists and fucking. Didn't they find? Yeah, they have an angel like you. Yeah. If an angel is real, then so is fucking Lucifer, who is just an archangel. Like, just believe it. And then she asks him, like, "Is there? Don't you, know, you believe in God? Like, I want to. Like, wouldn't by nature? Wouldn't if there's an angel, doesn't there have to be a god? Yeah. Like, come on, my dude."
1: I mean, their whole career concept is centered around demons. Yes, like that's that's it. Yeah. So like, all yeah. of these things, in one way or another, are, usually go back to demons.
0: Yes, it's just funny. His like, well, I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I don't believe. Like, okay, then what do you think you're killing? It's just someone with a really bad stomach ache. We move on from that episode to bedtime stories, which was one of those that I did remember.
1: I lo- this is actually one of the ones I remember too, and uh, this is a much better creepy kid episode.
0: Yep, it's kind of a standalone, but it's a, it's a fairy tale episode with like, Red Riding Hood. I like, and
1: I like the the supernatural version. I mean, like, I guess Demon of the Week episodes mm-hmm. or you know, Monster of the Week. I like those better than the arc episodes. Usually, I am going to say now. Mm -hmm. because we're gonna get to a point where i'm like all about the arc storyline sure i'm sure as it relates to a specific character Mm
0: -hmm, not mm -hmm, saying it mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but anyway
1: uh yeah i love creepy kids i love creepy grandmas and this (laughs) episode had both it did unfortunately have a little bit of homophobia from dean (sighs) a little bit couldn't (laughs) be entirely good Mm -mm. but yeah just Good episode. I didn't even take that many notes. Just all caps. Creepy grandma and the
0: creepy kid. <laughs> yep. I like. It was just kind of fun to watch, like the mm-hmm. hikers coming out of the woods, and you see the little house, yeah. and you're like, "Don't go in there." Yeah.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> pie on the window. A <laughs> fly so. on
0: the window. So like, it's just cute little details, and then, yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. I love. I love those older actors who are just playing sweet.
1: And yes. And I like. Up. Oh, I don't know, I Sandalone episodes really are, they're make or break on the quality of the actors in that specific episode. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the grandma and the little girl, just just a fantastic casting. Yes. Yeah. A little bit weird that the adults when still looked just like Snow White, but... Eh... Uh, I, Can't I, I, I guess them. I can understand that level of realism not quite being there. Right. right. So I feel like that's not what someone who has been in a coma for 20 years would look like. <laughs> <laughs> Makeup perfectly done. Is that, is that
0: that's not how you look? Is it's,
1: <laughs> is that, do you wake up like that? I and do. I, I noticed while watching this episode that I had to Google and look at the time. And I'm guessing this is just one of many little like easter eggs that I don't usually pick up but the the victim of the the wolf um, and the doctor are named after characters in South Park <laughs> <laughs> Kyle and, and Mr. Garrison
0: oh that's funny I
1: hate that I know that I haven't watched South Park in 15
0: years I would not oh, have caught that
1: Oh also in one of the One of the earlier episodes, they reference Grissom from CSI, (laughs) (laughs) which I didn't catch that. But while looking up the South Park thing, I saw that on the trivia list.
0: See, if that if I was a show writer or a Mm. TV writer, that is 100% what I would do is name every fucking character after a popular like uh, any cop would be from either like CSI or Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Every FBI agent would be yeah. Scalder and Molly every time.
1: And I think, um, yeah, I think Is in that they, they were like, I don't, someone was on the phone being like, oh, we're going to need CSI in, better call Grissom or something yeah. like that.
0: <laughs> Anytime there was like a doctor, like, you need to get Dr. McDreamy, they yeah. would just use their, you know, they would just be Grey's Anatomy characters or ER character names. Yeah. The legal department would constantly be like, you can't, you have to stop using copyrighted names. (laughs) (laughs) Like, but I want to.
1: That would be so fun.
0: Every episode title would just be an X-Files episode Mm -hmm.
1: name. Yeah.
0: Like, I would just use, yeah.
1: It's just like a couple of words rearranged. Yeah. You know.
0: Yeah. That would be fun. (laughs)
1: All right, so from Bedtime Stories, we go into Red Sky at Morning. Yep. Which is a Bella-heavy
0: episode. It is a Bella-heavy episode. I thought that was interesting because it's like setting her up as a character we're going to keep. Yeah.
1: And and I thought that mm-hmm. until I, you know, read some more later on. I kept um, watching the show. <laughs> yeah, kept watching. It's amazing how you keep watching and you learn more things about yeah,
0: her. It's so weird.
1: Um, but yeah, no, at that point, I couldn't remember. I like, I was assuming Bella would be a love interest. Oh, uh uh-huh. Because I didn't remember how her storyline ended. But this episode feels like it's setting her up for at least, like you said, a character we keep, if not an actual love interest.
0: Like a Bobby who kind of comes in with a case or maybe is a little like, shows up when they're both hunting something like, ooh, I've got it first. Oh, it's me. And then they go away for a couple episodes.
1: But yeah, so this episode has a plot that's about people drowning when they're not near
0: water. Mm -hmm. No one fears that.
1: Yeah, no. Completely normal turn of events. But yeah, I don't know. The the episode feels while it does have a plot, it feels a lot more about trying to insert some arc storyline back into it.
0: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and it's giving Bella some characterization. We found out um, that she's being paid by the murder victim's family, I think. So she's she's involved. She's not just there on her own because she's a I don't know, not a not a bounty hunter, but she's a contracted thief.
1: Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's basically a shot. Like she steals things and then mm-hmm. sells them. Yeah, yeah. Or you know, sells her services, stealing things.
0: Yeah, and so. It's a, it's a job. Yes, her her job is to steal things, which, I mean, it's not the worst job that's on Supernatural, yeah. is it?
1: And I do like um, one of her lines when Sam asks her how she sleeps at night. And she says, on silk sheets, rolling yeah. in money. I'm like, you're really selling this
0: career choice to me. <laughs> I know. Like, well, she has nice clothes and yeah.
1: she gets seems to, see to the be world. doing okay. But yet, she comes on to Dean in this episode, which is one reason why I thought that they mm-hmm. were going to go the love interest route as opposed to the he really, really hates her route.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he gets dressed up in that suit. He does mm-hmm. the slow walk down the staircase like he's the yeah. date in a rom-com. He's pretending like he hasn't hooked for food and lived out of his car.
1: Really? He's got that line, don't objectify me. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, Dean.
0: Yeah, you <laughs> I mean, you first.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you need some therapy for that
0: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a little... Let's talk about this for a while, shall we? Let's, how do you feel about this? You know, she obviously is going to steal the Hand of Glory, which is what they're all about. So that's the... Oh, so that's the um, lore here is the Hand yeah. of Glory, which is something we've seen in other... Um, Films and movies and films and movies. Same -hmm. thing. Films and TV shows and books and whatnot. Um, So the other piece of the lore in the episode is that people are dying who see this um, ghost ship. um, But the spirit is going after people who have killed their own family members. Right? Yep. And then Bella sees the ship. foreshadowing and then she gives them money at the end of the episode
1: oh yeah i forgot that
0: which i feel is like a bazillion times more money than they have seen in a Uh, long time yeah and sam says some garbage to dean like don't worry about me worry about yourself like has that ever worked on dean
1: literally all he does is worry about other people
0: literally I mean, he might be
1: a, he might be a little bit of an asshole sometimes mm-hmm. but like at the heart of him which we will get to in a few episodes mm-hmm. um yeah no his entire life he's just been trained to like protect his family
0: mhm daddy's little soldier
1: yep
0: he's doing a pretty good job he is protecting winchester at all costs <laughs> um the only other thing I liked about this episode is that during Sam's exorcism, he says the word Castiel. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Somewhere in there, you just heard Castiel. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Oh. Have you summoned him? <laughs> is that why? Yeah. So I was like, woo. So we move on to Fresh Blood.
1: Yes. Um, I am not a vampire person.
0: Mm.
1: So this was not my favorite episode.
0: Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But do you know who was in this episode? Uh, who? Harmony from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Playing another vampire. (laughs) I Um, I really just made the full circle loop there.
1: They also got in a second, like, Easter egg. Because Lucy is the first victim of Dracula in Bram Stoker's Dracula.
0: Oh, yes. So
1: the Lucy in this episode is the, Yeah
0: mm-hmm,
1: I'm just assuming that was a reference.
0: I like it. I'll take it. There are quite a few episodes this season with vampires. They really yeah, kind there of were. lean. I think vampires fall off the grid in later seasons. These first seasons are like vampire 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 mm-hmm. as a constant big bad, and then later it's like they're just not worth it until the mm-hmm. final fucking episode. <laughs> when suddenly yeah. dean winchester can't kill a vampire to save his life literally okay. so fuck that um so yes. so harmony here was is someone who is dosed with vampire blood and doesn't realize it and then how does that vibe with morality and and murdering someone for being a monster when they don't even know that they're a monster
1: yeah and it wasn't wasn't their choice
0: not, yeah, it's not your choice to become a vampire if yeah. you just get dosed. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: we we also have Gordon back. Gordon, 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 Gordon. I keep wanting to call him Gordon Brown, but that <laughs> because it's Sterling K. Brown. Exactly. That yeah, is me yeah. combining the names. Yeah. Gordon Walker. There we go. But yeah. So we have Gordon Who also and Bella. gets
0: turned calling. into a vampire. Yes. And they now really are vampire heavy vampire heavy but now that he's a vampire he's ready to kill sam with his big badness
1: yeah
0: but in the the touching episode ending moment dean teaches sam how to fix baby because that's how men relate to each other lug nuts and oil
1: No no emotions just teach him how to fix a car
0: no emotions just wrenches
1: well, I guess that is how his daddy taught him to do it.
0: <laughs> Literally is. Literally. That's how it works. Yep. So uh, now it's Christmas. So, yes, it's a very supernatural Christmas. Yes, which um,
1: I, I feel like just the fact that it's, like, middle of summer still here, it kind of lost some of the ambiance for me. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Uh, I liked... I like the concept of an anti Santa.
0: Yes, yep.
1: I made know that I was like I would I would watch an entire episode about anti Santa, anti Santa,
0: and, and and Santa something yeah s- anti santa that's
1: for anti Santa, <laughs> anti disestablishmentarian
0: <laughs> exactly <laughs> title of the episode.
1: But yeah, we get some flashbacks mm-hmm. in this episode.
0: A little baby Winchesters, yeah. Such excellent casting. Always love it.
1: Yep. I don't know. I find it hard to believe that. I don't know how old Sam was supposed to be in the flashbacks, but I really find it hard to believe that he got to be that old and didn't know what their dad was doing or what Dean did. If Dean got all of this training.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Did, like,
1: did, did they just like send Sam skipping off of school and Dean just like stayed home all day to get trained? maybe actually yes
0: yeah <laughs> i mean maybe sam's just a, an idiot
1: the flashback portion is basically like sam learning or, or sam telling scene the uh, dean that he's read their dad's journal and that he knows you know the truth about mm-hmm. him. monsters and then the actual present day episode is monsters
0: monsters all the way around all the way down
1: I was this is one of those episodes where I'm like, "Were they trying to play gay when they were um or w- when they were trying to get the wreath because like the the concept of the yeah, episode." Yeah.
0: Was, I wasn't totally the vibe was weird.
1: Yeah, it was very weird.
0: Mm-hmm. Although I did write down like, you know this couple is evil <laughs> keeping a pagan god in their Sears craftsman home. Yeah. <laughs> um just like, you know something's not right here. They're too happy. Yeah. I mean, I, I usually love a Christmas episode. This wasn't my favorite.
1: It wasn't. The the only part that I found really amusing were the, um, the gods, mm-hmm. basically.
0: I did. Yeah. I liked their, like, no one, no one respects us anymore. Like, Yeah. <laughs> kind of dug that. I got Dean having his feels over Christmas because he's dying. Yeah. Or well he he's not dying. He's he will yeah. he will be dragged to hell and this is like his last Christmas. Not and of that
1: course, Sam being a macho man and like being like that's why I can't do Christmas.
0: Yeah. Although as if they've had such wonderful Christmases before, yeah. which is like you know you guys haven't really been doing them previously. But I thought it was a it was a f- fine episode, just not my, yeah. my faves.
1: I expect more, and, and maybe this is the fault of the X-Files, that I expect
0: a Christmas episode Ooh. to
1: be really good.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. The
1: X-Files had some good ones.
0: how the Ghost Stole Christmas? Uh, yeah. Truly an amazing episode that I could probably act out. Not so that we'll X-Files do that on this podcast, but I not, could.
1: Yeah. At, anyway, scene more? one, uh, act one. If anyone wants to bounce some money at us, we'll uh, make a Patreon. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) That's
1: free to be able to pay for
0: that. The Patreon account is simply us reading X Files scripts, but only the good ones. So, obviously, at the end of the episode, Sam decorates the hotel room because that's how you celebrate Christmas is with twinkly lights. Of
1: course. And porn.
0: And and porn. (laughs) Because they're too open with each other about (laughs) porn.
1: I don't understand it. I don't
0: either. And like, maybe once is kind of funny between writers and a a writing room, but I I don't know if we're prudes. I don't think we are, but like two brothers who spend 23 hours a day together.
1: I mean, like, where (laughs) do you expect him to make use of that porn?
0: In the the room? I mean. Well, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) yeah i guess that's where the we still have that mini episode to release but like (laughs) they are in the top 10 oh that's true
1: i mean there was a strong canonical case for wincest at this point i'd say just in the fact that we're supposed to draw our own conclusions here one brother gives another brother porn when they never sleep in separate rooms come on
0: it's a lot to take in. And I.
1: Not saying I want it. No. <laughs> Just saying. It's there. It's there, yeah.
0: And the writers need to account for that and need to apologize.
1: Yes. I will be waiting on my apology.
0: At writersroom.com. You've been listening to Supernatural on the Rocks, a podcast by OTR Productions. A huge thank you to our sound editor, Adriana, and our podcasts who secretly run the show. For more episodes, download us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and more at SPN on the Rocks. If you'd like to support the podcast, you can subscribe to our Patreon account at patreon.com slash glee on the rocks. Subscribers get ad-free episodes, exclusive mini-episodes, deep-diving into the fandom, salty opinions, and more. So until next time, this has been The Road That Was.